It's showing me exactly the journey I've gone through. Yeah. And and it's simple sometimes, you know, just to think about growth where when you look back, you forget about what you have gone through. Just being a nice person mm. and having a good attitude. Sometimes that's not enough. They can choose, choose whichever, yeah. whichever way they want to do it. I was never happy with it. I knew that I could do better. But the issue is... first start obviously you might be a one-man band yeah. um try to do everything yourself you're doing yeah. the viewings you're collecting the keys you're doing yeah, the yeah. signing and tr trying to maybe you know assembling disassembling wardrobes and beds <laughs> you know I, I, i've done that i don't know about yeah. you but you know once yeah, you are yeah. <laughs> at the start time you're just trying to do everything yourself but once you scale mm. and or if you want to properly scale you yeah. need to replace yourself 100%. in the business yeah, that, so crucial. Let's talk about how you actually scaled and what was, um, how did it happen? Any, any, any people, part of your team or? Yeah, yeah. So a big lesson that I've learned. So one of the good things of our business was, I don't know if you use this, you know, like in, in lockdown, there was a, um, something called the kickstart scheme. Mm -hmm. So the kickstart scheme was, was a fantastic um, scheme actually. It was, you know, it was actually transformational because the way it worked is the government would, you'd, you'd basically pay, to find these people as long as it's on universal credit um you better get these like um these incentives that's a tenants then you get these um people in they'll become your employees you pay them and you have to claim some of the money back off the government okay so we did that start off and it was good because obviously he was getting people that was um that was not not in work i mean in work so he was obviously mm. helping unemployment as well so i thought to myself you know what that's a good thing to do You're helping people these people are young as well because they couldn't be i think it was like up to 22. so to start off with, we, we did that and we sort of scaled the team using using like that sort of method. And it, it worked great. But I realised very quickly that just being a nice person mm. and having a good attitude, sometimes that's not enough. Well, not even sometimes. A lot of the time it's not enough because you need people that's have the right, that has the right skills yeah. in, order to take to, in order to move your business forward. So I found that when we had almost unqualified people in the business and we just hired them because they they was a good person essentially it didn't actually help the business mm. um, and what really helped the business massively was that in the start of 22 I made a decision that you know what we, we, we need to sort of revamp the team yeah and and it was good because we, we sort of scaled uh, and I've I sort of got a bit tired and, and a bit but I was feeling a bit a bit unmotivated and a, bit, a little bit burnt out because I, I realized that I was doing too much hand-holding, yeah. <laughs> essentially, because I couldn't leave these people to their own resources to sort of... I needed a leader, essentially. I needed leaders. I needed people that could think on their feet, use an initiative, mm. um, had an actual passion for the business and, and actually want you to treat treat the business as a career path yeah. for them. Yeah. Not just a bit of like a, I don't know, it's just a bit of a part-time job, something I'm doing just to, to get myself back on my feet. I need, I need people that are passionate. So... 20, start of 2022, decided to revamp the business. Um, and the conversation on the interviews was very different. It was it was more like, okay, like I'm gonna pay, not paying minimum wage no more, I'm paying a proper salary. Yeah. These people, I'm really gonna see them. I'm not gonna see these staff as a cost. I'm gonna yep. see them as an investment and that this so it's a different, different shift in mindset as well. And then the conversation is really simple. This is where we are, this is where we this is where we're going. What skills do you have right now to bring there. yeah to get me there? What can you, if I hire you today, what can you do, not not in six months time, what can you do tomorrow morning that's going to help us get there quicker? And it was just a massive shift. It was beforehand, it was like, oh, you're, you're a nice guy, you're, you're a nice girl, you've got a good attitude, 
I'm like, oh, yeah, you got the job. <laughs> like, yeah. So it was a different shift in mindset. And I've realised that was a, that has been transformational. And from last year, so you can imagine, like, the first three years, it took, it took me three years, basically, like two and a half years to sort of scale the business to 150 rooms. Last year, we took on, in just in one year, not, not even one year, it was, it was actually around nine months. We'd done about 200 rooms. Wow. Yeah. Just hiring the right person. Hiring the right people. Yeah, yeah. Just literally hiring competent people that already have the skills. Because yeah. what, it, what it then allowed me, it then allowed me to actually work on the business, not in the business. Mm -hmm. And that was a, that was a trans, that was like the, the, the switch for me. And I realized before, the reason why we only scaled, and yeah, 150 rooms are decent, but I was never happy with it. I knew that I could do better. But the issue is I was working in the business. I was literally yeah. doing everything. And not only that, I was I then had to like manage the staff and check over their work. And if the work wasn't right, I'd have to redo it. Yeah. So it's almost like I was wearing so many hats. It was just crazy. That has been like, you know, the big game changer in the business. And it certainly helped us, you know, scale. I'm looking forward to, you know, what, what we do this year as well. To be honest, I'm really loving this conversation because it, it's showing me exactly the journey I've gone through. Yeah. And, and it's simple sometimes, you know, just to think about growth where, when you look back, you forget about what you have gone through. Yeah, 100%, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I'm loving this. Um, now, let's talk numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Our audience is just want to know <laughs> yeah. that things can go wrong, things, yeah, things yeah. can go right. Now, what's in it? Like someone who wants to jump into HMO or yeah. service accommodation or whatever it is, um, rent to rent in general, mm. how profitable is the business model very profitable actually very very profitable um so just taking a step back i feel like what's happened and what's putting a lot of people off i, I think at the moment in, in to get into the business is this energy crisis and the yeah. energy crisis affected our business massively yeah and I, and I realized before i wasn't really managing the 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 bills properly because uh -huh. everything was right it was making profit yeah um so i wasn't really keeping an eye on it whereas now i'm just made, like i'm all over it i'm all over the bills so if you're going to get into it if you want to be profitable you have to be all over the um the bills and right. in the end of the day the tenants are not paying for it you're yeah. paying for it mm -hmm. and the issue that you've got is <laughs> it could be the hottest day of the year and this is actually a true story i've been to a property on the hottest day of the year when it was like i'm sure it was like touching 30 degrees the house was like a sauna. Oh my God. And do you know what the tenants do? Rather than, rather than going downstairs and, and switch off the thermostat, just, or you just twist it, you know. Open the windows. Open the windows. The windows, like you could literally jump through the windows. It was that, <laughs> it was that, oh, it was that wide open. That's what they do because guess what? They ain't paying for it. So they don't care. Mm. But you do because it's coming out of your pocket. So you've got to put yeah. all the measures into it to ensure it's profitable. So we make on average per property, on a six bed property, we always look to make about 750 to 800 pounds. Right. Profit. That's in, in your area where yeah. you're based in Wardham, yeah, Brampton. Yeah. But the, the thing is, yeah, with, with HMOs, the, the mod, so we've, the strategy rent to rent, I'd say, the strategy works if, you're, if your rooms are full. You cannot have empty rooms. I do not accept empty rooms. Yeah. We, we, you know, like we're fully let, like it's like 300 and, 380 rooms now. We are, we, with, the, with the rooms that we've, we're currently onboarding now, we will surpass the 400 mark, but we, we haven't like, they're not onboarded yet, but the rooms that we've currently got that are, that are ready and all good, they're fully let. We just don't, we just, we're just on it. So one of the things I would say for anyone looking to get into it, because everyone talks about gaining the properties, getting mm. the properties, but you've really got to understand how do you find tenants and how do you close tenants as well? 
That is crucial because if you can't, if you, don't, if you don't understand how to find tenants and close tenants, all you're doing is just taking on a, a bad debt, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So that is really crucial. Well, that's um, <laughs> 700, between 700 to 800. To 800, yeah. yeah. That's after all bills, all costs. Yeah. I understand. It has been quite horrible for me as well to yeah. try and manage all the bills. So I'm not sure if you have used this system before where you actually, you know, try to control the bills a certain way. Let's yeah. talk about that in a minute. So how the different was it before we had the inflation of bills and after the inflation of bills? Oh, like, massive. Is, is the money... Yeah, it was because of the amount of rooms, this is how crazy it is. It actually, the, the energy crisis overnight, it basically nearly cost my business £7,000 per month. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of money. So wow. I had to really think on my feet of how, and you know what, again, Going back to that thing, responsible and accountable. Yeah, I blame myself for that because if I if I'm honest with you, we didn't really do the work beforehand. We was letting the tenants. The tenants had access to the boiler. The boilers wasn't. But because energy prices, it wasn't really a big issue. Mm. We used to make regardless of the, even when the bills went up, we were still making like seven fifty. You know, it would it wouldn't like it wouldn't make a massive impact. But then overnight, mm. when the bills tripled, it was like wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay, yeah. we've we've certainly got to do something now. So what we had to do straight away, we had to say, okay, we have to take access of the tenants. So every, rather than having like the little twist things, I'm not really, yeah. not the, the, the firmest, like the little cheap ones, they're not the best anyway. We then change it. So every single property overnight had wireless thermostats. Yeah. Where I have, ac only I have access. And then guess what happened though? The, um, you can override it. So I thought that this hasn't solved the problem because all they was doing is turn it back up. So yeah. there's, there's something called a thermostat guard. Yeah. But you can get you can get them from Amazon and they're about twenty five, thirty pounds. Oh. Yeah. And what this thermostat guard has is a lock on it. Um so the tenants can't it has vents on it as well, so it obviously still does its purpose. Right. So put that put the thermostat guard over the, the thermostat um and, and it has a key and a lock on you. I have the key for it on the team. And um so that then prevents um the tenants from having access to it. And obviously then then we put a camera we've got cameras in all the houses now as well so you know any sort of tampering we can we can sort of get that as well yeah um the other thing that we've done as well that we implemented is wireless um sorry infrared um lights in the communal areas as well because another issue you have with hmos again because you're going to think these tenants are not paying for it so they're just like they'll just literally abuse mm, the, mm. The, the electricity in the house as well <laughs> So all the, um, if you, you could drive past any house, I'm sure you've done this before, drive past your house and it could be like broad daylight. Um, and you, or you could, it could be, I've drive past houses like, you know, I've ended up driving past at like late at night, probably like two in the morning. Yeah. And on the light, all the lights are still out in the house. I figure, I know like everyone's in bed, but because no one thinks, no one thinks about it. So having automatic sensors yeah. in all the, all the communal areas, even the kitchen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And with the kitchen, we put it on a little bit longer. It's been that again. It's been it's been a game changer. Um, so that that has been the main that has been the main thing that I've done. So wireless thermostats, thermostat guards, and then um, the sensors, sensors, yeah, sensor lights, and that that has helped reduce the bills. It's still obviously higher, but I think a lot of it is I'm paying back a, a sum from from when it was mismanaged from before as well. Yeah. So I think I am paying a little bit over the odds, but you know the business is still making money. It's still profitable. But here's the thing though, because everyone else is in the same position mm. rent prices have gone up massively so for instance in wolverhampton where yeah. where i'm based um rent prices beforehand were like on average about 380 yeah this year well, so this was like 2021 
last year it went up by like to like 480 it's gone up 100 pounds mm-hmm. but my be- my rooms i i like I always try and stay in, a, in at least a top five percent in in the city. Uh, we do our rooms to a very nice standard. We spend, we don't cut corners. We do it to a very high standard. Change the carpets and 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 put good furniture in there. And it, it always pays off because you get a better client who's yeah. willing to pay a little bit more. It's going to cause you less stress as well. Yeah. And um, and overall, it works better. And also, that's that's one of the reasons why we never have empty rooms because we do it to such a high standard. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So it pays off. So we. we we're um we've put in all the extra measures in and also um with the with the inflation of the rooms mm. and we, we're, we're still in profit anyway so we're still actually making in fact we're probably making a little bit more than we what we did before beautiful yeah beautiful. because now everything is in control isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um something i've i've uh experienced I've, I've experienced the same thing the exact yeah. same thing we're in the same industry that's what we do for a living yeah something um, my, uh, you know, the audience might also benefit from is that um, I have given them the responsibility to take care of their own bills right now. Okay. So how have we done that then? So basically, yeah, everything was included in the past. Yeah. Everything like all the bills, you know, gas, electricity, water, internet, whatever it is, um, but not anymore. So what I've done, I've gone to the house just the same way yeah. you've done found everything on yeah, yeah you know yeah. all the heaters in the kitchen in the living room in the bathrooms windows <laughs> wide open yeah. and you're like what the fuck you know like you try <laughs> I, i'm paying for this just because it says in your contract that you can exactly. do that yeah. like, i mean all the bills are included doesn't mean you can abuse 100%. um so what i i've warned them once i've warned yeah. them twice like listen nicely can you please use these responsibly if you're not yeah. in the property and you're not really using the heaters please turn them yeah. off um when you're walking out just you know turn the light off as simple as that it's it's if you were paying for the bills how would you feel exactly so i would always prompt them with this mm. um and then the second time I'm like look it got to a point where i I cannot tolerate this anymore because it looks like it looks to me or it sounds to me like you don't care. Um, and mm-hmm. because you don't care, if you want to renew your contract. Unfortunately, your bills are not going to be included. Yeah. I can <laughs> still pay for your gas. Uh, I can still pay for your um, water and Internet and council tax, whatever it, it is, but not for your gas and electricity. Nice, yeah, yeah. If you were paying 50 pounds for that, I'm happy to reduce the 50 pounds. But then from now on, you pay for the bills. Yeah. I'll give you the bills in all your names, but I'm not renewing the contract. <laughs> how do you structure it like the bills when it's like a hmo it's multiple tenants how, how do you how do you do that oh yeah but they, they pay for it they pay for the bill it's oh. in their contract in their yeah. contract it says we're responsible for for all the bills except gas and electricity oh, okay. and and then yeah, yeah. to the company i will just send the company that the names of the people who are responsible for to pay for it so now they're actually blaming each other (laughs) for leaving this on or leaving Uh that on and then whose bank account would it come out of that how's it it, well it doesn't really matter yeah you can you can just you can just uh, pay the the company direct you can different ways right like you can always do a prepayment meter as well yeah Yeah. when they pay yes of course we we, when we have that or it's easier yeah easier easier but if we have the bill the bill they can just send a direct debit or they they can Choose, choose whichever yeah. whichever way they want to do it I like it's that. really up to them yeah i like that um but so, yeah one more thing i forgot to mention as well that i've implemented i've actually implemented a fair usage policy yeah 
as well. So yeah. I've said, like, look, I will be responsible for X amount, depending on how, how much the house is. Mm -hmm. This is what I will be responsible for. Yeah. If if the bills, if the Gatton Electric goes over this amount, yeah. then I'm basically invoicing you. Yeah. And you have to sign, yeah, I've got a separate contract for that and they have to sign it mm -hmm. as well. And one of the things that I do now as well, um, since, since I had this nightmare tenant, I'll probably say like 90% of my tenants, um, new 90% of my new tenants anyway, they've got guarantors. Yeah. So so there's no messing about with payments. And then if, if the bills go over and you don't want to pay, okay, we'll get your guarantor involved. So it just, again, just mitigates that risk yeah. as well yeah. um, of, of dealing with this nightmare. Because it's true, like it's true. they will abuse it and it's not nice. <laughs> it's not nice, Because no. at the end of the day, you, you run the business, you spend a lot of money, you, you need to make a profit, you've got big overheads. Your landlord wants his rent regardless. So you've got to make things happen. Well, look, I, I personally have lived in a, sh um, a shared accommodation before, yeah. um, way back in 2016, 2017. I, I was sharing with um, another couple in the property and we never really had this issue. Yeah. I don't remember that I've ever blamed them for leaving things on or they blame because because we're responsible adults exactly. and we care yeah, you know yeah, you wasn't abusing it it's it's just it just yeah. makes sense it's yeah. just our human nature but i don't mm. know how some people are <laughs> yeah, still not i want to thank you for tuning in and liking and being so engaging uh, i'm loving the love and the support you're showing me every single episode uh, if you have any questions make sure you follow us on all our social media and leave all your comments and your burning questions in the comment section down below if you're listening to us through the audio platforms spotify itunes or if you're watching us on youtube do not forget to give us a subscribe. Thank you for tuning in to the Diaries of Success. I was your host, Hajar Beyaz. Until the next episode, do not forget to live your best life. <laughs>